I had a whole wall and I just bought all these magazines on eBay. I went to this guy and I was like, look, he's got about 50 magazines. Yeah. And I bought them for like a hundred quid. And he was like, oh, make sure you look after them. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I will. Don't worry. Got them all. <laughs> ripped them all up. Ripped them all apart. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, welcome, Bobby. How's thanks it going? for coming on. It's going good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Busy. Good. Good. Busy. Good, busy, or bad, busy? Very good, busy. Good. good. You need a like break, busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, for the people that don't know you, could you just introduce yourself? Tell us what about what you do. So, my name is Bobby Harrison. I run a boxing fitness gym in Norwich called Hustle. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, so. Obviously, this being the Self Builders podcast, one of the things that we always start off with just to put the groundwork in is there's obviously lots of different ways that you could define a self-builder. Um, and obviously, you immediately just said that you've, you've built a gym in Norwich, which doesn't necessarily fit into some people's idea of what a self-builder is. But we're just making sure that we cover all angles here. Um, how would you describe a self-builder? Um, for me, I would say it's someone anyone who's got the courage to take like a leap of faith to start something new yeah and something they actually are passionate about because yeah. i think a lot of people will cruise through life doing a job they don't really enjoy doing yeah. and to take that risk to start something that's your own i think that shows a lot of kind of self-worth and yeah to kind of do something off your own back that you actually enjoy doing and actually build something from scratch i think is a very um very positive thing yeah awesome so obviously building something from scratch you you've built a gym um called hustle in norwich thriving right yeah that's we what's are, keeping you busy we are, we are very busy yeah yeah like um, lots of coaches now so it's handy good 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 um so what's kind of uh, talk to me a bit more about hustle what is hustle what's the ethos what's you know so we operate a kind of good vibes only ethos. Yeah. So we're not we're not your traditional boxing gym. So traditional boxing gyms kind of spit and sawdust guys lumping the shit out of each other. Yeah. Whereas our whole <laughs> guys. our whole ethos is real boxing training. Yeah. Without getting punched in the face. So we try to make it as accessible as possible to everybody. Yeah. And we're kind of taking that fear away from boxing training because as soon as you say boxing training, everyone's like, oh, "I'm gonna get a black eye. I'm gonna get punched in the face." Yeah. Whereas you come to ours and you're not, yeah. <laughs> you're going to get fit, you're going to learn how to box, you're going to learn something brand new, learn a brand new skill and you get fit at the same time. Yeah. And yeah, we've tried to make it kind of a no ego environment, inclusive to anybody, so anyone can come, no matter what fitness level, size, weight, age, sex, anything, yeah. we don't we don't care. As long as you're there to enjoy yourself and crack on, we're happy. Love that. Yeah. That is, that's interesting, isn't it? Because you do, when you say boxing gym, you do think... Like, am I willing to just get punched in the head? Yeah, that is <laughs> that is what I think of when. It, but then, yeah, yeah, non. Uh, do, do you have an option for contact? We so we're going to be starting a fight camp in um, in January. So we're doing three fight camps a year. Oh, cool! So the whole premise around this fight camp is that you're going to train like a real boxer would train for eight weeks before their fight. Yeah. So there's not going to be a fight at the end of it, like you would in a white collar event, yeah. which are rubbish, by the way. Right. But um. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be like the fight of yourself. So you're going to fight like a real a real boxer would train. You're going to eat like a real boxer would eat. You're going to yeah. have a nutrition plan. You're going to have a nutritionist. You're going to have a strength conditioning coach. You're going to have a boxing coach. 
and we're going to train you like you're going to have a fight, like a real boxer would have a fight. It's good. That's going to include technical sparring. So you're going to learn yeah. how to spar properly. Yeah. So there is going to be contact involved in that. But our, our whole thing again around that is you see a lot of gyms doing like eight week transformation to get some abs. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's great. But what have you learned? What have you, what have you taken from that? Where, where do you go next with that? Yeah. You've just, you've not eaten for like eight weeks and you've got shredded. Yeah. <laughs> you've not, what have you really, really learned? Yeah. You've just learned how to do a calorie deficit deficit and not eat as much as you normally eat. Whereas we're going to, we're going to teach you about training, about um, strength conditioning, how to train properly, how to mobilize, how to plan your nutrition and, Hopefully, from the end of that, people can move on with their training after that and be like, "Right, this is, I'm going to train. I'm going to train smarter now and differently nice. in the future." Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so, obviously, with all of that kind of taken into um, account, so tell tell us a bit about your the space that you've got now, um, the spaces that you've had before, <coughs> um, and then kind of how has how has your ethos uh, affected how you've, you've you've built the spaces that you've built. So my original space was in another gym. So I was PTing at another gym, yeah. and I was doing the. Bo- I was the only person doing boxing there, and it was getting quite popular. Mm-hmm. I was getting lots of clients, and I was like, my whole idea was when I moved. I'm f- I was from Norwich originally. Yeah, moved back like two years ago. I was working in a boxing gym in London. Kind of got a bit bored of the London lifestyle, and then yeah. moved back here to have a baby with the idea of opening up a space in Norwich because I kind of knew that Norwich didn't have what London kind of had and I knew there was a space for it here and a market for it. What does what does London have? London's got like boxing fitness gyms. Yeah. Whereas Norwich have they've got boxer size classes, they've got real boxing gyms where not everyone wants to go to. Yeah. Not a middle whereas, ground. Not a middle ground, yeah. So I saw kind of a gap in the market for that. And in my head, I had this idea in my head for like years. This name Hustle was in my in my head for years. Yeah. And I, I knew if I opened up a gym, that's what I was going to call it. And I ended up working PT at a gym in Norwich. And then I suddenly thought, why don't I just, um, why don't I find my own space? Yeah. And I started looking around. I came, I came across a space and I nearly signed a lease on a space, which was going to be really good, but it turned out it had asbestos. So I couldn't screw anything into the walls. I couldn't right. put any bags up. So that was no good. Right. So I ended up that same day. I never, don't know why I never thought of it. To be honest, the same day I said, I see my head. I was like, I was at, went back to the gym. I was training. I was training there, and I was like, why don't I just do it here? Why don't I speak to the manager and speak to him and say, look, I want to start my own little thing up. You've got this dead space area that no one really uses. What about if I turn it into a little mini boxing studio? I rent the space from you and I run classes from here. Put the idea to him, and he was straight away he was like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Awesome. I think because the gym wasn't very busy. Yeah. <laughs> So it was quite funny because we, um, I I bought all the stuff for it. So I bought the boxing bags. I got the, I got a big like rigging store for all the all the bags. And then I said, oh, can I put a logo on the wall? You know, yeah, they, that's fine. So my mate comes down from Liverpool. He's like a sign writer. Yeah. Comes down on a Sunday and he was like, how big do you want it? I was like, fill the fucking wall up. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, Are you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we've got this bright pink, like like a salmony pink uh, logo. Oh yeah. It's about probably 12 metres long, yeah. about three metres tall. He's painted it on, and I'm like, that looks fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And then the guy walks in who owns the gym and looks at it and goes, we have a word? I was like, yeah, he goes, we didn't agree to this, did we? I was like, you said I could put a logo on the wall. He went, yeah, but I didn't say that big, did I? I was like, well, it's up there now, isn't it? So, goes, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so he said, like, oh, okay, well, let, let's just see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. Let's, let's, give it, let's give it six months and we'll see what happens. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. 
And um, so yeah, I made this like little space up in this in this corner of a gym, and I started running some like marketing campaigns on Facebook and Instagram, just saying right this week we're opening up free classes, yeah. sign up here. And I think the first week probably had about ten classes, and every single one was full. Jeez. And then from there, I pretty much every single class for the next like month or so was sold out within like two weeks. We started doing female only classes and then yeah. the EDP like kind of saw it and did a story on us and then um and then covid hit. <laughs> yeah. So we had to um we had to stop in the gym and I took the business online. So I started doing online classes which I'd never done before because everyone seemed to be kind of doing I, I had like a week when covid started when it was locked down I was like I don't know what to do. Yeah. I've so I've opened up this gym and now I can't do it. So I had a week of being a bit like, oh, what do I do? I'm a bit depressed. And then my girlfriend said to me, why don't you just try doing online? And I was like, I'm not, it's not really me. I'm not, I'm not good in front of camera. I'm not good in, I can, I can you tell people to do stuff. It's like Jay Wicks then. No, no, not at <laughs> all. I can tell people what to do in a class, but when it comes to like in a camera, I'm just like, I freeze. So, yeah. so I said to some mates, I said, do you mind if we just, I'm going to do this class. Can you all come and do it? And we'll just try it out. So all my friends were like, yeah, it's cool. No worries. We'll do it. And I did it. And everyone was like, that was brilliant really enjoyed it when are we doing the next one I was like oh, okay cool all right so I put together a little timetable yeah and then I put it out there to the people who already been coming to the gym everyone's like yeah let's give it a try so I started doing like ended up doing like two classes a day one in the morning one in the evening and over that year period I did 452 classes Jeez. and around 6,000 people did the classes from all around the world I was training, not just people in Norwich, I was training people who used to come to my gym in London. And then there was people, people in Australia, Dubai, Sweden, Germany, wow. all sorts of people on boats doing it on the holidays. <laughs> it was so surreal. Like, and it was like, I was getting so many messages from people saying, look, this is saving my life because I can't go out. I can't do anything. I can't yeah. exercise. And this is my daily kind of, this is my daily kind of getaway from work and life and yeah this is keeping me sane and it was, yeah, it didn't, it didn't really sink in until afterwards how much it had helped me because it kept me, it kept me busy, yeah. kept me motivated every single day. I was like, right, I must have wrote about 60, 70 different classes that, that I then had to then take away and be like, right, I've got all these classes written down now. I can use these in the future. That's cool. And, um, yeah, I got, I got really fit out at the end of it and, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah it kind of, and it was great because there were so many people in Norwich doing it. And then the opportunity came up for this space. I got contacted by a few friends. who were like, look, we're interested in doing this um, indoor football space in Norwich. Yeah. It's a bit of a risk because it's locked down. And, but would you want to put your gym inside it and start hustle there? And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. This is like September time. Yeah. So we started building the gym. We started putting the, the football stuff down. and that's, um, that's the arena, isn't it? The arena in Norwich, yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, online was still going, and I was telling everyone, look, start posting pictures. This is going to open when lockdown's done. We're all going to be in here. And everyone's yeah. getting, everyone's loving it. Everyone's yeah. like, oh, when you open, when are you going to open? Yeah. So I think that without lockdown, I don't know if I'd be where I am today. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Or I don't think it would be as big as it is. Yeah. Because I never would have built that community of people online. Yeah. It might. It might. It's hard to say because it might. It would have opened now and it, it would have built, but I think I already had a good little community of people who were coming online yeah. 
and the first time they walked into the gym they're all just like wow this place is cool yeah so yeah i think lockdown in a way helped me yeah build the business that's crazy isn't it that's yeah, yeah. it's interesting to hear how what uh, is a in-person physical business is almost thrived and excelled from being yeah not in person yeah that's interesting it's an interesting but like they're kind of to me towards the end of it I'd kind of had enough of online. I was like, I can't yeah. do this anymore. Physically, my body was done. I was like, I've done all these hit, hit classes for half an hour, like <laughs> yeah. nonstop. And I'm not the kind of person that will, I was watching some people do online class and they're standing there going, yeah, 10 squats. Yeah, good work, guys. Good work, good yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 10 punches, 10 punches. And I'm there. And I'm like, right, I'm doing it with you. Yeah. If I'm not doing it, yeah. how can this, how can you like, how can I be like, like um, genuine if I'm, if I'm not, if I'm just standing here telling you what to do. Yeah. So, I got involved in every single class. So I got really fit from it. Yeah. Also, it uh, it kind of did my body in after a while because I was just doing the same hit classes and you really shouldn't just be doing hit classes. So I try and tell people you shouldn't just be doing the same class every every time. It should be a mixture. So I started, um, I also started getting guests in yeah. to do different classes. I was doing um, strength conditioning classes like mobility, yoga. I was also doing workshops where I was getting... Um, mindset coaches in i was getting um sleep therapists in and um goal setting coaches and they were doing like actual sit down goal setting workshops yeah. so it wasn't just about the boxing yeah i tried to make it a bit more self-development yeah self yeah. health and wellness and yeah. that's that's the whole kind of thing we do it's not just about the gym it's about being healthy being healthy in the mind and doing all these other different things to help you in life rather than just exercise because there's a lot more to it than just that i think yeah that's really cool um so the the space you're in now is is the arena it's got some astroturf um pitches it has does it have it has a sports sports therapy sports therapy yeah, like massage and like rehabilitation yeah and then there's you guys you guys are quite a big chunk of it yeah how you you kind of touched on it how did it um come about like how did you work out you know i need this much space i need this much um I kind of looked at the layout of the of the actual warehouse and said to the guys, look, this is the football pitch size. So they showed me the football pitch size and this is how much space is left. Yeah. This is what we need for a cafe. This is what we need for a reception area. This is what's left, basically. Yeah. So I looked at the space and I was like, well, that's four times the size of my current space. So yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And it was the same price. So I was like, so, okay, well, perfect. So what's in there? You Is the, is the box, so Massimo Skybox sponsor your boxing ring. They do indeed. Little plug there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is that a full-size boxing ring? No, so that's a 14-foot ring. That's half the size of a full-size ring. So that's pretty small. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's so massive. full-size ring. Until you see one in person, yeah. they are gigantic. Yeah. So imagine my ring. You've seen our ring. Yeah. It's double the size of that for a full-size ring. That's crazy. Yeah. So you've got that, and then you've got heavy bags. We've you've got, got heavy hitters, aqua water bags. Yeah. So they're, they're very good for joints and they're a bit, bit better than hitting a heavy bag because a lot of our most of our customers i'd say 70 percent female yeah so hitting a heavy 70%, bag that's yeah definitely 70 percent female hitting a heavy bag for the girls and and some of the guys can be after a while can hurt the hands and hurt yeah. the joints so these aqua bags they absorb the punches yeah so it's just a bit softer on the joints so we've got about i think 13 of those and then we've got a couple of big heavy bags for any of the big guys that come in and like to hit the heavy bags yeah yeah um, so how did you, um, you mentioned about everyone getting excited and stuff when you were sharing it on, on social media. Um, 
it's a it is a really cool space. You also um, hire it out for um, video shoots and stuff like that, don't you? Yeah, we've had a few different brands come in now and yeah. use the space. It's because c- it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so what, 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 what's the? How did you go about? You know, with the ethos and everything in mind, yeah. how did you end up with the space that you've got? Like, what was the plan going in? How would you describe the space you've got? Um, like I an in, industrial. I would describe it as vintage modernism. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a bit of a mod at heart anyway. Yeah. So I kind of like my vintage retro stuff. And I think it was about probably five years ago, I was in Dubai in yeah. a boxing gym in the daytime. It was completely empty. I walked in. It was this really cool place. It's had all these boxing um, old magazine covers on the wall everywhere. Yes. And I saw it. I took a picture of it. I was like, I like that. I like That's cool. That's cool. And I just had it on my phone for years. So when I started the gym, the old gym, I had a whole wall and just bought all these magazines on eBay. I went to this guy and was like, look, he's got about 50 magazines. Yeah. And I bought them for like a hundred quid. He was like, oh, make sure you look after them. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I will. Don't worry. Got them all. <laughs> ripped them all up. Ripped them all apart. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck the covers on the wall and then made like a collage on the wall of all these, of these old school magazines and posters yeah. like Ali, everyone, all these old school, like uh, Nazim, like straight from the sixties through to the nineties, all these yeah. cool, Sick. cool, like old school boxing magazines. Yeah. And, um, that was my kind of like vintage. My first space was kind of very much vintage old school boxing vibe to it. Yeah. And then when he moved to the new space, we had this big industrial warehouse unit. So I was like, right, I've got, keep, I've got a kind of, I've got, I've got two ideas. I've got, I want to keep it old school boxing, but also want to keep it modern. Yeah. So in my head, I wanted like the kind of, I still wanted the vintage feel of the old place, but I wanted it to look modern. And um, Remy, who you've had on before from Wolf Homes, he, um, he had the idea of this OSB wood for the walls yeah. and he put it up and I was like, that looks really cool. And he's like, I'll paint it black. It'll look even better. And I was like, yeah. And he was just like, if you have everything black, it's going to look really good. And I was a bit like, oh, I'm not sure. Then we start painting stuff. I was like, yeah, paint it all black. It looks really cool. Yeah. And even like the, the rings all black. Yeah. The, um, the, the walls have been painted black and it just looks really smart. And yeah, good in terms of like the lighting in there's really nice yeah so we've got like um nice um uv lights around the bottom of the floor around on the on the roof we've got a really nice um this kind of like square light in the middle of the ring which really is like a centerpiece of the ring which looks really cool in photographs yeah and um yeah it's just got a really nice vibe to it and it's just my kind of thing with it when i when i got the new gym i wanted to bring a bit of the old gym to the new gym yeah. So I've got one corner which looks like my old gym, still gives it that old retro vintage f- feel to it. Yeah. But then you've got the new kind of new style and new fresh like kind of look to it. And we've yeah. also got um, because it was industrial and everything's kind of metal. I wanted um, I wanted um, steel bag holders. Yeah. So a guy called Ryan, he's got a company. Um. I said to him, he said, oh, when I put these up, do you want them sprayed black? I was like, no, I don't want them touched. I want them bare metal. I want them bare metal. So when, after a while, they're going to start rusting up. Yeah. So I've now got all these really cool, like big rusty metal structures holding the bags up. And Sick. it just looks really cool against the black and the and the old warehouse because the, r- the roof is still looks really old. And every, everything in there kind of looks a mixture of new and old. Yeah. I think that works really well together. Yeah. No, it's re- it is. It's, it's a really cool space. Um, So... One, th- you were talking about how everything's black, pretty much, apart from a couple of features. 
but it's still very like inviting. Yeah. And like bright. Yeah. How have you? How so have we've you got done some. That? We've got a lot of artwork on the walls. Yeah. We've got some writing on the walls as well, kind of like inspirational quotes, and the artwork's all very bright. Yeah. So you see the artwork, you're like, oh, that's cool. That's nice, bright artwork. So it kind of, it's not just black everywhere. Yeah. You've got little bits of popping colours here and there, and I just think the lighting in there's really nice and it's welcoming. Yeah. And it's kind of. Some people might be self-conscious coming into. You go to some gyms and it's like open space bright bright lights like blind and bright lights whereas some people might not like that because they might be a bit self-conscious the way they look so having these darker lights can actually hide you in a way i guess so it's a bit like well i'm not not everyone's looking at me because i'm in the dark and i kind of like it and you can get your head down and work and i like that vibe of just like right lights down head down focus on your bag and focus on you rather than you go some gyms and people are there just staring at each other so what are you doing you're not even working out you're staring at each other to get on with it that's a good point, isn't it? Yeah. If if I think of a, a gym class, it's um, wooden f- floor, laminate floor, mm. like the same colour as this, big massive mirror. Yeah. Really bright, all the walls are white. Yeah. So it's totally... Like a hospital. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. So, so it's just totally... Yeah, that is totally different. I guess yeah. it would, yeah. It we've, would. Only, we've only got two mirrors in the gym. Yeah. And that's the selfie mirror that the girls wanted to ask for. Like, really? Selfie mirror. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, come on. I'm like, like, we'll take those photographs. I'm like, put it on social media. I was like, all right, then go on. Then everyone loves that mirror now. So I was like, yeah, it's a good idea. To be fair, have you? Has that been a thing that you've thought of? Is because one of the things that is popping up in some of the more modern buildings, especially in cafes and stuff like that. Mm. I know um, one of the people that you um, started the arena with. He has a cafe. Yeah. And his cafe that it. it you can tell that he's kind of made it Instagramable. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. With like in my like what you know it, what's the post here? Yeah, yeah. That's how it's been designed. Is was, yeah. is there an element? Oh, element definitely, of, of course. Because making it look cool for socials. Insta- Instagram sells, doesn't it? It really does. Yeah. So if it looks shit, you're not going to come to it, are you? So yeah. if it looks amazing, you're going to come to it, and then you come to it, and it is amazing, and the classes are amazing. Yeah. And the coaches are amazing. <laughs> do you get do you do you get a lot of people in the doors just because? It looks like it's cool because it. I think so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But once, I think most people look at it and go, "That looks cool." But then they'll see our content and they'll see the videos and be like, "Actually, that that class looks really exciting and it's different and engaging and looks fun." Yeah. I think what we do is fun, but also you're learning something at the same time and you're getting fit. Mm-hmm. People, can, I think you can get that from our social media, whereas some social medias very old and dated and they just look like a mess and you don't really understand what they do yeah and it's just a bit an old way of thinking the way people do stuff some certain gyms just are kind of stuck in the 90s a bit i think and don't really understand how to move forward with it yeah. it's unfortunate for some people but good for us yeah how much of your your business is through socials um i'd say a lot because a lot of the advertising we do is through socials instagram facebook don't do much kind of don't do any leaflets or anything like that we just direct them direct to consumer we do lots of email marketing and i've got a database now of like 1400 people really we started it a year ago and i remember when i remember when i first started putting the adverts up the new place i was just like right sign up here for more information and within a week i had 300 signups and i was like and then i was like this is mental 300 people have signed up already yeah and now i've got 1400 in a year I'm just like, and I'd say probably maybe 
six or seven hundred of those have paid and come to the classes the other half haven't the other yeah. half just signed up and have never been so it's about converting those people who've never been before yeah speaking of conversion and clients and things like that since you've obviously moved to the new space yeah and having it looking as amazing as it does have do you think you've seen like higher retention in people staying because of the spaces inviting and cool and yeah i think so we had like want to be there we had probably had about 60 regular people at the first gym yeah and there's probably like we're getting around 350 people come a week now jeez so in the space of, what's that in the space of so you said covid i forget how long covid's flipping been now we've been open since so when were you in the last place and then when t- we were in the last place back in february to 2020 yeah like two months okay and it closed then we went online and we opened the arena i think April time, okay. We opened the gym. Jeez, it opens April through to today. So that's cr- that's cr- crazy amount of growth. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, we do I think twenty seven classes a week now. Yeah, before I did ten. Wow. Yeah. Man. So it's it's grown quick. We've got like, we've got kids classes. We've got um, juniors like eight to eleven year olds, twelve to fifteen year olds, girls classes, thirteen to sixteen year old girls. We've got boxing classes, ballet classes, bar classes, strength conditioning. You do ballet. We do, we've got a ballet bar class. Yeah, That's sick. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I did see the. I saw yeah. the bar. We do box and bar as well now. What's what's that? So it's a mixture of boxing and bar at the same time. Oh. So we split the group up into two. We've got a bar. We've got a bar teacher. We've got a boxing teacher. So they go into two groups. Half are on the bar. Half are on the bag. Yeah. It's Ten rounds. We keep swapping over. Oh, cool. So you're doing half on the bag, then you go and do your legs on the on the bar. So it's, it's, a, it's a hard class, probably one of the hardest classes, but most popular as well. What's next? Where's yeah. your, this time next year, what, yeah. where would you want to be? Yeah. Um, this time next year, I definitely want another venue in Norwich, ideally somewhere double the size, so we can start doing a bit more. We, um, we are actually seeking investment in the minute. We've got SEIS registered with HIRMC now, so we are very... Um, investable to investors now <laughs> which is great so i'm just going through that process at the moment um yeah so the my whole idea of it in the end is to open up more around the uk and smaller places like norwich that don't have anything like this because there is places around the uk like norwich that don't have anything like this so i wouldn't i wouldn't bother with manchester london because they've all got it already smaller towns that they don't people just haven't ever thought of it or do it but there's still loads of people yeah you only, you only need like 100, 150 people to come regularly and you've got a business. Yeah. And you don't need a, a lot of amount of people to get that. You could do that in somewhere. My, I'd like to open up one near Heverset Wyndham. Yeah. Because the catchment area there is massive and there's thousands of people there and there's nothing like it. You could, op- you could probably open up like five of these in Norwich quite easily in different areas, a bit further out in the centre and they'd still all do well, I think, because you'd have a catchment area around them all, yeah. to be honest. Oh, yeah, when you think of the population of those areas, and you say you only need 100 people. Yeah. That's a tiny percentage. Tiny percent, yeah. You've got 250,000 people in Norfolk. Yeah. yeah. It's not a lot, is it, really? <laughs> no. Very small percentage. But, um, yeah, next year we, we're already doing it, but we're now going into schools. We're teaching boxing in schools. We've done two last year. We did um, Acles. Acle Academy, we did Sproston, and we're signed up for City Academy for two two six week terms next next semester. Cool. 
so yeah that's something we really want to get more involved in because I think taking this into schools could go really well and again that can that can relate to other cities around the UK so I think being part of the community as well is a big thing for us we've built a good community now I want to put back into the communities around us and there's um there's a lot of like underprivileged kids in Norwich that I want to work with as well get them into the gym and help them out and yeah get them off get them up if they're getting in trouble get them in the gym and get them a bit of like kind of routine and yeah all that kind of stuff as well to be honest what's the kind of thing that you would be looking for in terms of spaces if you were to expand and how how would you like keep the same feel because you've got such a it's such a distinctive feel like yeah. when you walk when you, like you said there's nothing in Norwich like it yeah so when you walk in um, how would you I, I think I keep the, the the branding would say the same but for me, I quite like the idea of each kind of venue being a slightly different. Okay. So there's one of my favourite designers is um, clothing designer Paul Smith. Every one of his shops around the UK or around the world is different. Yeah. But it's still Paul Smith. But each one is is completely different. Yeah. And I I kind of like the idea of still keeping the same kind of like same bags, same bag holders, but then maybe slightly different design, but then still same logos, still same doors, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, maybe it's, that's just the kind of thought I've got in my head, but it's just an idea really. But I kind of like the idea of it all. Everyone has their unique kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Whether it's just Hustle in Norwich or whether it's once you've expanded. Yeah. What What is it that you kind of want people to walk in and see and and, and then therefore, you know, feel when they, when they enter a Hustle gym? I want people to be comfortable because there's that whole, like I said, the whole perception of a boxing gym is like scary. Yeah, and I've been to boxing gyms before where you literally walk in, everyone stops and turns around, and looks at you, and you're like, "Oh fuck, yeah, this is scary as anything." Like so, something out of a gangster film. Yeah, and it's like most boxing gyms are like that because if you're not, if you're not from the gym, they're all like, "Well, who are you?" Yeah, it's like you walk into a pub and no one in your local pub, yeah. and you walk in, and the music stops, and everyone looks at you like, "Who's this guy?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like exactly like that. So, and yeah, and the fear of getting punched in the face is always going to be like. Boxing's got that that kind of um, that thing about it. When people talk about boxing, like, oh, that, that's a scary sport. That's a combat sport. That's violent. But my my whole thing with it is, you can train like a boxer, but you don't have to get hit in the face. Yeah. You can still do all the training and learn how to throw the punches, learn how to miss the punches. Most importantly, yeah. I'll teach you how to miss the punches. So, but I think when people walk into our space, it's they walk in and it's welcoming and it's 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 friendly and it's a good atmosphere and the music's going and it's like nice music it's good music on yeah. I think a lot of what we do comes down to music as well playing good music and making it a good time as well you're learning you're boxing but you're also having a good time you're with your mates you meet, you're making new friends there's so many people that have come to the gym that have formed friendships yeah. and it's like most of the people that come to the gym are probably I'd say 30 plus 30 years plus so they might be like they've had their twenties where they drink and they go out and they do whatever and they kind of burn out a bit and they get to their thirties. Exactly what I did. I got to my thirties and I was like, I'm burnt out. I need to do something to look after myself. And I started exercising and I, I found myself drifting away from my other friends who were still going out partying because I didn't really enjoy that or do want to do that anymore. So I started making friends through fitness and I was like, well, this guy likes doing what I like doing and he's cool. And, he wants to progress and learn and do better things. And since I moved back to Norwich, I met all these different people who are like, 
they were just a bit different and they had all these aspirations and goals. And they want to do different things and they had all these cool projects they were working on. I was like, oh, I've never been around anyone like this before. Yeah. And it kind of inspired me to be like, I want to be like this. I want to, I want to push myself more. And I know it made me think I can, I can do this as well. And I think being around those people, seeing them very entrepreneurship of these people and them doing stuff. I was like, well, I can do that. Yeah. And I just chucked myself into it and, and now I'm doing it. And I'm like, well, anyone can do this. You've just got to want to do it and try and push yourself. I think that's what a lot of people are scared of to take that kind of leap of faith. My, my biggest leap of faith was leaving my job in New York yeah. to move back to London yeah. to then start working in a boxing gym for probably three times less what I was getting paid in New York. What was your job in New York? I worked for a company called Vivo, who yeah. did uh, who do a lot of YouTube YouTube music videos. Okay. So I was a campaign manager. So I used to put, I was the guy that put the adverts before the YouTube videos came on. Nice. I, was, I was that guy. Nice. Yeah. So every time you're like, oh, who puts these skip, adverts skip, skip, here? Skip, that, skip. That's, that's me. <laughs> that was me doing that. Nice. I did that for years, and it was just like, oh, it was so. You'd be in meetings, and you'd be like, this doesn't mean anything. These people are like, yeah, high five, sale, yeah, and they're like, oh, all right. <laughs> great yeah where's this gonna where's this gonna go so yeah i kind of got a bit disillusioned with work and life and found fitness and then i got the opportunity to move back to london and start this kind of boxing gym there and start coaching and doing marketing and, and instagram and facebook that kind of stuff and that's when i found my kind of passion for marketing yeah and coaching and my yeah my leap of faith was sacking that job in that was paying a hell of a lot of money to move back to London to then go and do a job where the money was really low and I didn't know if I could do it or not. Yeah. And I started doing it within like two weeks. I was like, I love this. I don't care what I'm getting paid. Like it doesn't matter anymore. And then from doing that, I found all these little side hustles that I can make more money. I was yeah. like, right, I've got these ideas. I can, I, I can do Instagram for different people. I can take photographs. I can make videos. Yeah. So I was getting paid what I was getting paid, but I was also getting paid on the side, doing these extra little bits of marketing for different people. I was getting better at that. Yeah. I was getting better at my coaching job. I was learning stuff. I was learning how to not run a business because the guy I was working for was a complete crook. Right. <laughs> and an arsehole. So in my head, I was like, I can do this myself quite easily and 10 times better than what you do it. And I was like, well, if I move back to Norwich, I can easily do this. Yeah. And that's when kind of, yeah, had it in my head and I met all these different people. And they gave me belief that I could do it. And I was like, well, I'm just going to do it. And yeah, here now. That's awesome. Yeah. Is, has New York, you said New York. Yeah. Has New York, it, it, hustle actually feels a little bit New York now that you've said that. Yeah. Is there so some in New York inspiration in there? Definitely, 100%. When I, I lived there in 2016 and um, when I moved there, the first thing I did was put my bags down, yeah. looked at Google Maps, put boxing gym, walked to the nearest boxing gym, Paid my $20 to train, trained, and I was like, right, yeah, this is cool. I like it here. Yeah. Scary, because it was a proper boxing gym. It was yeah. like two rings, guys lumping each other, but I was like, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right here. And that's where I kind of based myself for six months, because I didn't want to... I moved to New York for the kind of experience of living on my own. Mm -hmm. I was with my girlfriend, who I'm with now, but I'd been in a long relationship before, and I'd never been on my own for a long time, and I was kind of... I need to kind of get away and do something on my own for a bit yeah. and be on my own and show to myself that I can be on my own for a bit and do something on my own. And I've always wanted to live there and the opportunity came up. So I did it and she gave me my, her blessing and 
we agreed it would only be like six months to a year and I'd either come back once a month or she'd come and visit and it was fine. So I, no, I didn't go there with the intention of being like, right, I'm going to come here and party. Yeah. I came with the intention of working, doing my work and boxing. Because yeah. before I'd moved to New York, I'd started boxing. I was like, I love this. I actually, I, I love training. And when I got there, I was like, right, I'm going to train like five, six days a week. I didn't know anybody. And over there, the people aren't the friendliest in the work it environment. It can be quite a lonely place. Can't yeah, it? so yeah. I straight away I was a bit like, well, I'm not really, I'm trying to put effort in here with people and no one's really that bothered about me being here or wanting to like go out and do stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to throw myself into this boxing. Yeah. So I was waking up at like 5am Monday to Friday, getting the train an hour into like Manhattan, training for an hour and a half, walking to work, sleeping at work for an hour, working, going home, chilling out. And on Saturdays I'd go and spa and then I'd go and like, play football or walk around and just do st- chill out on the Sunday and watch watch Premier League at like 11 in the morning yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. on the Saturday and Sunday it's great but yeah like there were so many um, cool boxing gyms in, in New York when I was there so I was going around trying different ones out and I took a lot of inspiration from that yeah. and I recently went back about two weeks ago for the first time since I've been there and saw my old coach and went to a few different gyms went to a boxing fight there which is probably the best thing I've ever seen in my, in my life Who live is um Lopez versus Cambosis, okay. the lightweight fighters, that, and yeah. it was probably the best boxing fight I've ever seen with my own eyes. Yeah, it was incredible. Madison Square Garden, it was just oh, immense. Really? Yeah, so good. So um, it was worth the airfare just for that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I went back there. What went to a few different gyms, got some more ideas, brought them back for some classes already. So yeah, oh, I, I like going there for inspiration. There in London, yeah. it's always the kind of places go to places. I think. We were talking um, before about hospital gyms, um, but I think surely that because um, it's quite um, gritty your gym. Mm. And then if I think of like you know Rocky films and stuff like that, like yeah. classic the classic boxing gyms that I probably probably you were going to in New York, like Exposed Brick and yeah. you know like in a basement kind of thing. Yeah, does that vibe kind of help? Do you think? I Could think so. People yeah, are like I'm here to like. Yeah, throw it's, some punches. It's, it's not like um, it's not polished and clean. Yeah, the gym it is clean. Well, yeah, obviously, <laughs> you know what but I mean? it, it's not like it, you've got exposed bricks. There's the 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 water um magazines. Yeah, it's not like it's not like you go to a pure gym and it's like everything's pristine and everything's yeah. exactly the same. This is like kind of right. We're here to work, but have, we're here to work. We're here to have fun, but we're yeah. here to work. It's cold in this gym in the winter. It's fucking freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone comes in. It's like it is. Freezing is like, yeah, in two minutes' time, you're going to be warm. Been two minutes, yeah. Everyone's got their jumpers on, hoodies up, jump hats on, gilets on. I'm like, take your gilet off now. Yeah. Take your puffer jacket off now. They're like, oh, do we have to? Like, yeah, take it off. In five minutes, they're all like, vest, t-shirt, sweating. Oh, it's so hot in here. I'm like, yeah, I know it is because you're working out hard. Yeah. So it doesn't matter how cold it is. Yeah. Sometimes in the daytime, when I want to train in there, I'm like, oh, God, fucking freezing in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's hard to motivate yourself. But for a class, once it gets going, it doesn't matter how cold it is. And then the summer, it's because we've got the big um, warehouse doors. They open up and it's beautiful. Yeah, got the sun coming in at six in the morning. Got the air blowing through. You got the summer. Can't I can't wait again for the summer because it's gonna be so much better this time. Well, thanks for coming on. No worries, really appreciate it. Um, Enjoyed it. If people want to find out more about you or more about hustle, how do they do that? Uh, Instagram's probably best. It's just hustle underscore Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. cool. Thanks for coming on, man. No worries. Thanks for having me. No, no worries. Really appreciate it. Thank you.